Imagine you're a chief fundraiser for a big Torah, mitzvot, and chesed organization. Let's make it practical. You're tasked with raising money to keep the lights on and keep the Torah going in Mir Yeshiva and Yerushalayim. Raise $5 million this year. Okay, good. You got your goals. You start to make your phone calls. You make your phone call to one donor. Gives you a nice donation. You create your webpage. You're calling up your friends. And then you call one big prospective donor. And he says, you know what? Keep doing what you're doing. If you don't get to your goal, don't worry about it. I will top you off. I got you. No matter the number. Seems like a pretty righteous and generous act by this man. You hang up the phone very, very happy. Yet this similar scenario happened in our parasha. Parashas Vayaka on the Torah finds fault in the donor. The Nesiyan, the princes of the Jewish people. When all of the Jews were bringing their money to be able to be mishtatev and build this mishkan, they said, whatever the Jews can't bring, whatever the Hamoin Am cannot donate, we got it, we're going to cover the tab. Unbelievable. Says Rashi that the CM here is spelled with one Yud. He quotes Reb Nassan, who says, because why are they missing another Yud? Why is their name spelled defectively? Because it's implied rebuke. Because with all of their good calculations, they meant well. At their level, there was a small percentage of laziness. At their level, they should have just gone like everyone else and just donated. Right away, not showed any signs of laziness. Even, says Rabbi Rochel, you may have the greatest intentions. You're a big tzaddik. But you don't negotiate with terrorists. You do not permit bad needles. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, when he was older, he actually passed out on the street with a stroke. The doctors told him, you're overworking your brain. You're thinking. You're learning too much. You're pushing your body too much. And your brain just went kaput. You need to take up smoking. This is, again, keep in mind, before the doctors had discovered that it was bad for one's health, so, Rabbi Saul then began in order to calm his mind to smoke. One night, he is laying in bed and he feels the urge for a cigarette to calm the mind as the doctor's orders. So, he remembers that there are some cigarettes down the street and he no longer has any cigarettes, so what can he do? He says, well, I need to go out of bed and go get the cigarettes from down the block. Yet, he then says, but that maybe has an element of taiva, of desire. Maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe I should push off the cigarettes. I shouldn't have them. But then he thinks to himself and says, wait a minute. But maybe the reason I'm really not going to get the cigarettes is because I am just lazy. Maybe I should get out of bed and walk down the street, middle of the night, to go to the minimart and get the cigarettes. To which he comes up with a new mahalach. He gets out of bed, puts on his shoes, walks down the block, goes to the minimart, picks up the cigarettes puts them down and leaves because he wanted to fulfill both opinions. He didn't want to give in to either bad midah. He was able to go overcome the taiva of having it and he was also able to overcome the laziness so he got out of bed. We see how strongly a person should strive to never give in to a bad midah even with the greatest calculation. 